Connecting and strengthening the bridge. That's for King and Country with Jordan Sparks. We're Bill and Denise and the Bridge Morning Show. A recording artist, Austin French, is in the house. Good morning. Thanks for having me. We are so glad to have you back. Now, you've taken way too long to come Uh, back to visit. I know, but it's good to be back in Delaware. (laughs) This is nice. You were just telling us that you might even have some distant... uh, relatives in yeah, the area. Yeah, absolutely. First time I ever showed up here, I met a cousin, you know. And uh, if you're listening, hey, cousin, I'm back. You're from uh, Georgia, right? Yeah, Grew from Georgia. Georgia. Born and raised, yeah. yeah. Living in uh, Tennessee now. Yep, yep. And, uh, you know, we have cousins everywhere. Yeah. So, so do I. Tell us about your family. Yeah, so I'm married. I have an incredible wife of eight years. And uh, then I have three kiddos that are seven, five, and three. And we don't sleep. So (laughs) pray for us. Uh, Actually, I celebrated this morning through a text message that all our kids stayed in their beds last night. And that's a victory, guys. That's a victory. Parents of young children all over right now are applauding for you. Yes. uh, One of your children adopted, right? Yeah, our oldest. Your oldest. Yeah, our adult. Uh, our oldest, our oldest yep. is adopted out of foster care. Okay. Yeah, yeah. His name's Coleman, uh, Coleman James Austin French. In fact, when we were adopting him, uh, we'd ask, we were changing his name. Uh, we're like, what? What do you want your name to be? You know, like, what's your name? And it was Coleman James French. That's what we had decided. What, like, we'd love for that to be his name. Yeah. Uh, he was like, no, I, my name's Coleman James Austin French. I'm like, no. <laughs> No, that's my name. My name's Austin French. He's like, no, call me James Austin French. Oh. So he has two middle names. It stuck. It stuck. I love it. Yeah. That's very cool. I, I know there's a long story to that. We probably don't have time to get into, but um, you fostered this the child for a while and, and yeah. then you adopted him. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. My mother-in-law fostered him first. Okay. Um, she and has then, a ministry of some kind? or well, No, no like, she actually just, she was working in a homeless women's shelter. Okay. Uh, met this little boy kind of through this uh, and she got a call one night that he needed to be taken out of uh, the home that he was living in and put into the foster system. So she was she acted as a safe home mm-hmm. uh, of a kind of intermediary kind yeah. of place, but it turned into a longer stay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we met that boy the night uh, our little guy. We met him the night he was taken out mm-hmm. of that home. And as soon as I saw him, God whispered in my my heart, like you're his daddy. Uh, and I was like, not me. Like, this isn't my plan, Lord. Like, what are you talking about? Mm. And, uh, man, it was scary. I was 21 years old. Mm. I was like, there's no, I'm like, me and my wife have been married a year. Uh, I was like, there's no way. Like, we're about to be parents. This is mm. not our plan. And, uh, I called my wife the next day. She was in the U-Haul. Uh, I was in the U-Haul. She was in the car. We were driving to Florida the next day to move to Florida. <laughs> I was like, this is not the right time to adopt a kid. Like, this didn't feel right. Uh, and I called her and I was like, hey, I can't escape this. I think I think I heard the Lord say that that's our, our little boy. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I heard that too. I was just oh. scared to tell you. And so we're like, okay, we're in. Um, long story short, uh, two years later, uh, Coleman became our son forever. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, it's been the most beautiful challenging uh frustrating at times Mm. but taught me more about the lord's love Mm. for us kind of experience that i've ever had Mm. what an incredible story and uh, you i'm sure it impacts your songwriting oh absolutely (laughs) yeah yeah 
uh, kids in general impact your songwriting. Um, you know, I feel like uh, I was uh, my my thought on parenting is that it teaches me more about me than it does yeah. about like them. Uh, it's like, oh, I would have thought I was a patient guy, and then I had children, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, Lord, work on me. Uh, and you know, it, uh, all my songs, I try to write songs about things that I'm praying through, walking through, living through. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you can definitely hear those elements in every song that I have. You brought your guitar with you, right? I did. Can we? Can we? Uh, we'll take a break and oh, yeah. tune it up. And uh, you've got a new song. We want. Yeah. Can you sing the new one? Absolutely. I'd love to. Good. We've got a lot to talk about. You've got a book you've written. Lots of stuff to talk about. Austin French in our studio this morning here on The Bridge. Bridge Morning Show. That's Nathan Sheridan. We're Bill and Denise. Austin French in the studio with us. And Austin, we've been playing your music for a number of years here at the Bridge. And we're so glad to have you back in the studio with us. You had written a book, uh, sometime last year the year before yeah. called jesus can yeah and it's an incredible story it's your story yeah uh and i heard you recently sing your new song called jesus can mm-hmm. oddly enough there you go uh but you shared kind of a mm-hmm. thumbnail sketch of your background and i wondered if you would share part of your story before yeah, you absolutely. sing jesus can absolutely um yeah so uh, music has kind of always been in my blood. My my mom and dad were. My dad was in ministry. He was a worship pastor. My mom was a music teacher. Uh, we sang all the time. We didn't know no, it wasn't normal, you know, not yeah. to sing about everything all the time. Um, and that's just what we did, and that's how we communicated. And uh, but all, it, as much as it felt like music was in my blood, it also felt like church was in my blood. I was there every time the doors were open. Uh, but as an eight year old little boy, I hated Christians. Uh, I didn't want to be one. Um, because the I can understand why the godliest man in my life beat his wife and kids behind closed doors, mm-hmm. uh, asked us to never talk about it. Um, and so I thought being a Christian was fake. I thought it was uh, a place that you go pretend like you have your life put together, but your life is really falling apart behind closed doors. Uh, so I was pretty done with it. My parents split up, actually. Uh, everything kind of came into view, and the church that we were going to actually asked us to never come back again. And so I didn't want to be a Christian because it felt like the, you know, I hated the best Christian in my life. I hated my dad. Um, and then it felt like the church didn't want me anymore because my family was now damaged goods. And so I was like, I, I, I don't want to be this thing called a Christian. But it wasn't until I was 13 years old. Uh, I convinced my mom to buy me a guitar. I wanted to be John Mayer. I know. Uh, and the reason was, 13-year-old me is like, if I can play guitar like John Mayer, I can get a girlfriend. <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> but I tried. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so I, I learned how to play this guitar at the summer camp. And at this camp, a guy got on a stage, and and uh, I just kind of ducked my head. I was like, here goes another chapel service kind of thing. And uh, a guy said these words that changed my life. He said, don't. Uh, judge Jesus on the broken people he came to save because Mm -hmm. broken people hurt broken people but Jesus wants broken people Mm -hmm. that's the moment I realized I judged Jesus on my dad uh, on a pastor who was embarrassed about his staff member falling apart uh, uh, rumors about my family around town I judged Jesus on people Mm -hmm. that I'd never met Jesus and so it was kind of right there that I was like all right I'm broken I'm hurting I got a lot of baggage, um, and if 
this guy's telling me that the brokenness is not something Jesus runs away from, then I'm going to give it a shot. Mm. Uh, so 13 years old, that's when I gave it a shot. And uh, I found out that Jesus is really good at being everything he says he can be. And he's really good at doing everything he says he can do. Mm. Um, and my life is the living proof of that. I watched bitterness turn into love and compassion. I saw a relationship with my dad, a guy I hated. Uh, I saw that God restored our relationship. I was 18 years old. The moment my dad told me I was uh, that he was sorry for the first time, uh, but that's the day I got my dad back. And uh, Jesus can do these things; um, He's done them in my life over and over and over again. And uh, yeah, so anybody listening that thinks there's some kind of impossible in your life, hand it to the one who does really impossible things yeah. all the time, because uh, Jesus can do everything you can't do on your own. So, Amen. wow. Would you sing Jesus Can? Absolutely. Yeah, here's this is a this song is my testimony. This is my my story, so I'm grateful to share it. Picture this just a kid with a heavy burden, having a hard time with the world that he was seeing. A broken heart and a head full of questions like, is anyone out there that can heal the pain I'm feeling? The devil did his best to make me believe Unworthy and loved is all I ever would be He had me thinking nothing good could ever come from a story like mine But who turns a broken dream into a life redeemed? Who can turn your worst defeat into your victory? Who saw me where I was and led me where I stand? My life is living proof that only Jesus can. Everybody's got that hurt that wishes it never happened. Everybody's got that pain that wish they could undo. But wounds become scars and scars become stories when it comes to the story of you. Who turns a broken dream into a life redeemed? Who can turn your worst defeat into your victory? Who saw me where I was and led me where I That only Jesus can, only Jesus can save me, only Jesus can change me, only Jesus can take me from lost to found. Hallelujah, I'm singing. There's no stealing my freedom. He picked up all the pieces. Look at me now. Turns a broken dream into a life redeemed. Who can turn your worst defeat into your victory? Who saw me where I was and led me where I stand? My life is living proof that only Jesus can. Oh. Jesus, yeah. Only Jesus can save me. 
Only Jesus can change me. Only Jesus can take me from lost to found. Hallelujah, I'm singing. Yeah. Oh, my life is living proof that only Jesus can. Wow. Jesus can. That's Austin French on the bridge morning show with Bill and Denise. Austin, thank you. Ah, thanks for letting me share it. Wow, I love that. Can you stick around for a little? Oh, more? absolutely. I'm here. You got another song on your heart? Oh, sure, absolutely. Okay, well, we'll come back and hear more from Austin French. Connecting and strengthening the Bridge Morning Show. It's Amy Grant. Most wonderful time of the year. We're Bill and Denise. Austin French is in the studio with us this morning. Austin, good morning. Good morning. Thanks I, for coming in. I love the Christmas music, by the way. Oh, Ain't, it's not, just, none better than Amy, it, too, right? We have it on repeat in our yes. house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to, can we, in just the, the few minutes that you have left with us, I just want to revisit something. You were talking about uh, being 13, mm. growing up with an abusive dad who was in ministry. And so many times, you know, we've heard that story before, and it doesn't end like mm-hmm. yours has mm-hmm. ended. What what would you say to somebody that is listening that maybe has been in that a similar experience? Yeah. Uh, let's, let's just say a living with a hypocrite. I mean, we're all hypocrites. Yeah. But, but somebody that is living two lives, a public life, a personal life inside the home that's different. Maybe they're in ministry, maybe they're not, but they profess yeah. to be a Christian. How do you, how do you uh, honestly, how did you get past that to not make that person your scapegoat, not, mm. you know, to lump all Christians in with, with your dad? Yeah, I mean, at first I did. I, I did. I thought, man, no, no Christian is genuine. That's right. what I thought. I had a hard time trusting people. I had a hard time forgiving my dad. Uh, but th- there was this time of, of spending time with Jesus after I did give my life to Jesus that I realized that I was supposed to forgive like he forgave. Uh, and I didn't want to. But I remember just like taking the step. Uh, I called my dad uh, shortly after I got home from this camp I gave my life to Jesus at. And, and I said, Dad, I think I'm supposed to love you. And I think I'm supposed to forgive you. I don't. But I want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm supposed to. Um, and so I just committed. Uh, I had a youth pastor that really worked with me through that. But uh, he just challenged me to pray for my dad every day. And I found it really hard to hate somebody that you prayed for mm-hmm. every day. Um, and it wasn't overnight. It wasn't something that happened in a month. Uh, honestly, it took years of just praying for my dad that I actually had a heart of compassion towards him, uh, that I wanted my dad to run back to Jesus. I wanted my dad to get it. I wanted my dad, I wanted a relationship with him. And that was not something I ever thought would ever happen. So here's the deal. If you are that person, God's not interested in your performance of perfection. He's interested in an honest and contrite heart. He's honestly is it. Honesty is the thing that people need the most. Uh, I say this a lot. I think the world does fake really well. We can paint any kind of picture on social media. We can. It's so easy to to paint a picture for people to see. But the more you paint a picture of that, what's not real, the more alone, more isolated, and the more depressed you probably will feel. If you feel those things in your heart right now, it's because people don't know you. When you let people know you, and when you let the Savior of the world know you and work on you, that's when the healing begins. 
Scripture says, confess your sins to one another and you will be healed. There is this vertical thing that needs to happen. Confess what you've done to God. But you need to go to people because you need people in your life that know you. Mm-hmm. Just don't perform. Uh, I, I That's all I was surrounded by was yeah. performance, right? And mm-hmm. it was really hard, uh, a hard deal to get past the fact of how can I trust people? Yeah. Um, I, it's it's crazy. There was a song called If We Are the Body by Casting Crowns. Mm-hmm. Through my journey, that song became a really big staple because I hated church. Uh, I hated it. Never wanted to go. Even after I got saved, I just didn't trust people. And then I heard that song actually on a radio station, a uh, Christian radio station that we listened to. And I began just weeping in the car uh, because I realized, oh, man, everybody's just as broken as me. And none of us have gotten it right. Mm. And that's okay. Because we have a Savior who died for really messy people. Uh, and just like me. And we all are. No one's fooling anybody. Uh, so I think if we could just do with a little bit more honesty in everything that we do, uh, then we know people better. We love people better. And we look like Jesus a lot more. Mm. Thank you. Good yeah. advice. Yeah. Good yeah. advice. So the very first time we met you... Uh, the introduction to Austin French was Freedom Hymn. Yeah. And I know that's a part of your story it as is. well. Can you tell us a little bit about that and sing that yeah, song for us? Absolutely. This song, uh, it's a special song for me. Uh, obviously, it's the first time anybody heard me on radio, so I'm very grateful for y'all uh, taking the chance on that song and introducing yeah. it to your community. Um, I wrote that song for the recovery community of the world. Um, I, I was a worship pastor at a church where 80% of our congregation was in active recovery. Uh, and I'm scooping mac and cheese one night at a Celebrate Recovery program, and I'm sitting next to this guy named Greg. And Greg was like, hey, can I tell you my story? And I was like, yeah, sure, Greg, as we slop back and cheese down. And, uh, and he's like, hey, uh, man, it's crazy, but a few months ago I was sleeping on the beach. Uh, I was homeless. I was addicted to heroin. Uh, and I thought, you know, I, he actually had a plan, a plot to kill the pastor of the church that I was serving at mm. because he ran on the beach every morning and he needed drug money. Uh, so he was literally going to take the life of this pastor. This That same morning, the life of that pastor stopped on the beach, talked to Greg and told him about Jesus uh, and was like, hey, let's go to Waffle House and eat some waffles and let's talk about Jesus. And so he did. Got out of the sand, shook it off of him, and he never went back to that beach again. He accepted Jesus as his savior. He went to a, rep- a recovery program wow. and found that when he was honest with himself, he needed something and he was always searching. He got clean. Greg now is a pastor of a church uh, uh, down in South Florida. What? God's redeemed his life that he lost because of his addiction. God mm. gave everything back to him and more. Mm. Uh, he went and got his counseling degree uh, and now he counsels people uh, in their life and in their struggles and in their addiction. Uh, and coming from a homeless man who was sleeping on the beach that the whole world had written off. Um, Jesus wow. wasn't done with him. Wow. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, he was like, man, can you write a song about recovery? And I was like, man, I've never slept on a beach. <laughs> you know, like I've never been addicted to drugs. Uh, but man, you know what? I have been addicted to sin and it steals, kills, and destroys everything it touches. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we all 
need that song. We all need a song that reminds us of where we've been and a new song that we get to sing because of Jesus, that we all have been set free. We have a new hymn to sing. I grew up in church singing hymns. Uh, and so I wanted to create this thing, the song that was just this anthem for the believers to say, hey, I was trapped in my sin, but Jesus set me free, and he set me free indeed. I don't have to run back to the beach anymore. I don't have to run back to the drugs anymore, the websites anymore. I can be set free and free indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's where this song really came from. It's Freedom Him. So, yeah. Amen. All right. Well, here we go. <clears throat> mm-hmm. yeah. I push, I pull, go back and forth, finding myself Pounding on a locked door, I try to make it out alone without your help But I know I'll never win this war, I can never be, never be free without you, yeah Yeah, I can never be, never be me without you this is the sound of chains breaking This is the beat of a heart changing This is the soul of a soul forgiving This is my freedom hymn Ooh, This is my freedom hymn My freedom hymn This is my freedom hymn Freedom here, yeah. I breathe the air of freedom in, knowing my life is better off in your hands. The past is gone, what's done, it's done. Now I'm alive, and I never want to look back. I can never be, never be free without you, yeah. I can never be, never be me without you. Scripture says, whoever the sun sets free is free indeed. I'm grateful for that, amen. Yeah. Oh, yes, who the sun sets free is free indeed. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. Who the sun sets free is free.
Freedom Hymn from Austin French. Yeah. Austin, thank you so much for stopping in. Uh, it, was a bl- it was a blessing for me. Listen, I love to get to see the people and put faces to the people that are playing these songs in their yeah. community. And I'm grateful. Uh, listen, this isn't about uh, like Instagram followers for me or T-shirts for me. I really believe in the ministry of this. And uh, I couldn't do this without you. So yeah. I'm very grateful. And thanks for everyone that's listening. Like It blows me away that I get to be a part of your life like this. Glad that we're all on the same team. Amen. Amen. All right, that's Austin French, and we have our secret sound contest coming up at 8.30. And in the meantime, we're going to play some more great music right here on The Bridge. Woo.